It's a little after 1 o'clock. Well, it's exactly 1 o'clock. Sports 1440. Alan Mitchell here. Low, di- low down with low tide until 2 o'clock today. Jason Greger will join you then. We're driven by Wolf, GMC, Buick. New name, but same great team. Find them on the corner of 184th Street and Stony Plain Road. Wolf, GMC, Buick.com. I'm looking at this roster, and there's some real talent here. You know, they've drafted well. I know that people are generally down on scouts, but these other scouts have not had a, like, they're they're missing some first-round picks. They're missing some second-round picks. They've done pretty well later on in the draft, Matt V. Petroff being an example. Carter Savoy was hurt last year, but he's got all kinds of talent. I really like Xavier Burgo. There's a guy named Eric Rogers, and he lives in Oklahoma City. And when they were the Barons, the Oilers AHL affiliate, he started counting, and it's a laborious thing. When players are on the ice at even strength, goals for and against. And it, it's an indicator in a lot of ways. You can you can estimate time on ice, but you can also tell who's playing well who's playing a lot and who's playing well. Um, Xavier Burgo was a rookie last year, and among forwards, he had the best goal differential on the ice, which is really unheard of. Some of the veterans, Seth Griffith, did not have a good year in that area. Uh, Lavoie had a really good year. Noah Philp had a really good year. But Xavier Burgo had the best year. He's a guy to pay attention to. Jaden Grubb is a 6'3 right-handed center out of Red Deer. And I think they got him because Noah Philp retired. Which, at the end of the day, my thanks to Chris Pronger, at the end of the day, that retirement by Philp really did muddy the waters. He'd be in contention for that fourth-line center job, along with Brandon Sutter and and, uh, Lane Peterson. And no, I don't think Sam Gagne is in contention for that job. He'll be on the wing if he makes the team. So I'm going to read you the roster, okay? And, and I'll just have little, you know, verbal about each. Carl Berglund, he's a centerman. He's left-handed, 6'3", 187 out of college. Signed last year. Boots are a little slow, but he certainly scored well at UMass Lowell. Borgo, we talked about. Jake Chason uh, played with Brandon and then Saskatoon this year. Little shy offensively after his draft day, but he's he's a he's an elusive player, and he's six three. So I, I I'm looking forward to seeing him in Bakersfield. Maybe he'll see some ECHL action. I don't know, but he's a guy who's definitely headed to the minors. Ethan DeJong, we talked about him a little bit. Uh, he's a 1999, so he's an older player for this group. He played for Quinnipiac and very very well. He is a guy who is a good two-way forward, and the Oilers need that. Jaden Grubb I talked about. Uh, Terry Linden is from Penn State. He's a camp invite. He's an older player, 97-born. Don't know a lot about him. Preston Lounsbury, the name Linden is interesting. Preston Lounsbury was an invite. He's from QMJHL. Matt V. Petrov, very famous Oilers prospect. Later round, sixth-round player, drafted, but he had two 93- and 95-point seasons uh, in the OHL with North Bay and played very well. Carter Savoy, well-known around here. Injured in Bakersfield, but he still scored when he was down there when he was in the lineup. And 
He had a run there where he was healthy, where he was pretty outstanding. Jake Sloan is a guy I like. He's a bigger player, 6'3", 220, and he's 19. He turns 20 in February. He's a guy I wonder if they would consider signing. Uh, Tyler Tulio, Brady Stonehouse we've talked about. Tulio we talked about a lot. Antonin Verro, he's a skilled guy. He's a left winger, small. Cameron Wright is a bigger player. He played with Utah in the ECHL. Your defensemen are Bo Akey, the the top pick by Edmonton, second round pick, fifty sixth overall. He's very fast trained, highly skilled. That's a that's a skill skill draft there, and I think they did very well. Uh, Xavier Bernard, we watched him a little bit in in Bakersfield. He played in the ECHL as well. Noah Gansky, we talked about. Jake Johnson is is from Quinnipiac, and he's. He's going to be interesting. I don't know how much he'll play. He might be an ECHL guy. Nate Miskey, Josh Van Mulligan is out of Medicine Hat. Noah Van Vliet out of Hamilton. Notice the Dutch uh, contingent here, the Vans. Wow. Max Warner is a guy to watch. Right-handed defenseman, seventh round during that pandemic year, and he has spiked since the draft. He's played well. The goaltending is very young here. They're all 2005s. That's younger than you are. You're not a 2005. No, the funniest part about this whole segment is when you talked about. Um, I, I let me just uh, take a look here. Yeah, when it was it was a uh, Ture there when you were talking about him talking about how old he is. He's at the end of his rope. You couldn't believe, it, and he was born the same year I was. <laughs> you know, you're talking about this old man. What's he doing there? He like this guy. He's he's on death's door, and he's <laughs> he's younger than I am. And that was a, that was a harrowing moment for me. I'll say. Well, you're not going to to rookie camp in Penticton. If you were, you would be old. Yeah, it's true. It's true. If yeah, if I was, uh, they'll probably just invite me up for the uh, the full roster. I don't think I need to go to a rookie camp or anything like that. Instead, you're going to be the producer who gets to back over Low Tide and take his job. Well done. Well, well you know, timed listen, it out well. Six of one, half a dozen the other. You no, know, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. He was an old man. He said he, I heard him say I can't get up, but I didn't think it was that, and I backed over him and. Then I then I backed over him again just to make sure. No, you talked about him like he was about to, you know, he was about to collect his social security, and I'm sitting here wiping tears from my eyes because I'm realizing <laughs> I'm the I'm the same age as this guy, and he he's he's ancient. Did you get any coffee suggestions yesterday? Or are we still worried about you? Yeah, we got one. We got McDonald's and A&W. I brought a mug finally. We do have a nice coffee machine here, so I brought a mug. I, I won't ramble too long. I'll, I'll let you get back to the uh, to mm-hmm. the invite list here. But no, I did bring a mug, so I'm set. Okay. They, it will no longer be a problem. I will tell you that the coffee maker it's Van Hoot, which is very good coffee. Oh, uh, it's great. The first day I, I made it, I didn't do it right. I pushed the wrong button. The second time I had it, it's excellent. But do mm-hmm. we? Can we contribute to that? Because I don't feel good just taking their coffee. No, I agree. I think we should definitely we should go fifty fifty on a bag of beans and bring it in here. Well, or something. something like that. I I I think that we, you know, we we gotta we gotta be honorable. You know, honorable humans. Here. You, you can come over after the show. We can grind them up ourselves and bring them in fresh tomorrow if you'd like. I know you're I, a busy guy. I, I can but- promise you, you will never be at my house, and I will never be at your apartment. That's a <laughs> promise I make to you. I can't. I can't believe you say it with such finality. No, I, there's I, not even a little gray area. I, I do not because because your life is your life, mm. and if I go over there, I'm going to find fault with everything. Keep it business is mm-hmm. what you're saying. You don't want any friendship to come out of this. You want this to be a purely business relationship. And if you come to my house, you're going to get eaten by an alligator uh, because I've got a moat and I've got a giant and I've got a sharpshooter. You, so, well, I know you have to import that that alligator. I'm assuming from the Florida Everglades. So I will be on. I will be contacting the Canada Wildlife Association <laughs> yeah, if, right. if if I'm not invited. Now I because have that on you forever. It's over your head. Personal friends. Yeah. Uh, Zachary Bowen, Nathan Day, who was the draft pick. Always go with the draft picks. And Joey Roca out of Swift Current. 
They're all interesting. Roca had the best um, save percentage, but he played only 18 games. They're all 2005s. I can't believe there are people born in 2005. I have I have like shirts that I bought in 2005. Jake Sloan, product of Gervin, Scotland, and Leduc, Alberta. There you go. Those two teams, those two cities don't get together often. He's one of a kind. He really is. Hello, Gervin, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Hello, Tide. I just wanted to get your opinion on the Edmonton Elks. Their turnaround. I'm a season ticket holder in downtown. New. Going to the games now is enjoyable. I didn't trade forward. Uh, going to be a star in this league. And I, uh, tra- I'm sorry, Trey Ford is going to be a star in this league. And I think Dane Faithful is going to become a fan favorite. Could you please give me your uh, comments on the Edmonton Elks and those two players that I just mentioned? Well, Trey Ford has been a revelation. And the, the, the only concern you have is how long did it, why did it take so long for the coaching staff to, to see him as he was? And I think that, you know, coaching staffs often commit to players. And I think that was the, what happened here. But Trey Ford has been money. So, and he's exciting and he's Canadian and he came up, you know, through the university program. There's a lot good about him. Really, honestly, there's a lot of good things about him. And so that's a positive and faithful, you know, a lot of times place kickers are like pitchers in baseball. And no, I'm going somewhere. Hold on. Don't just jump to conclusions. Maybe I have a point in, in baseball. When the pitchers come up, all you really want from your pitcher is to to find their way. Earl Weaver went Baltimore. He used to put every pitcher in the bullpen, starter or reliever, coming up for the minors, always in the bullpen. And he did it because he wanted the player to get comfortable. Once a player got comfortable, then they could put them into situations. And I think that's the same way with field goal kickers. It, you, you, you want them to be comfortable. So next year, I think Faithful will be a far bigger star and if they if they're patient with him, that could work out in a really good way for them. But Trey Ford is the story. As a longtime supporter of the AJHL, what are the odds Savoy sees any NHL action? If he's healthy, I think he'll play. He's going to score in the AHL. I broke it down. Uh, he had one period of like ten games where he got like five goals or something like that. And that, I think, was the only time he was healthy all year. We don't know what we don't know about this player. Happens all the time. Tide, what the hell happened with your printer? Okay. Uh, Rob Saria, good friend of mine, wrote a book on Connor McDavid a few years ago. Good guy. Very nice man. I read him all the time on Twitter. Follow him uh, if you if you don't already. He said, just just go onto your computer. And what do you call it when you get rid of it? You... you um, What's that word? You take it out of the system, and then you put it back in, and that's what I did. Are you helping me here or not? Well, no. I thought the words you were going to be you were looking for was delete, but I did, I didn't want no, to say it because I thought you, it was going to be it was going to come across in your as in your printer file. Right. You've got to you've got to unsomething it. <sighs> I don't uninstall. Know, not tech, uninstall. Uninstall. Okay. I, I can't I, believe we took that long. Well, this is very not for uninstall. me because I'm old, but for you. I know I should have been quicker on the draw. Somebody says unzip. Well, and I no. didn't. I didn't get it at all. It was actually all you. I just mumbled around for two minutes. Well, that's what I'm saying yeah. is that you know the old man comes out looking better. Nobody really looks good in this situation, but um, what are your thoughts on Broberg with Nurse? 
would make for a very deep bottom four pairings. You get some inexperience paired with Nurse. Well, I like Broberg, and I think he will play top four. I think they have to find out. Uh, honestly, I just think they have to find out. And I think that's why he will play some top four. But right now, people are there's somebody writing, and 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 I apologize. I'm not trying to put anybody down, but there's somebody writing lines and pairings based on the the what they're doing now, which is basically a captain skate. And I, with due respect to everybody involved in writing it, which I, I'm not going around the world trying to tell people what to do. I just think that that you have to take that with a just just a little bit of well, this probably isn't real. The coach will decide. They'll play Broberg on the right side with a high, high, high-end defenseman some point in the preseason. They'll see how it goes, and then we'll know. But you're going to hear from DeHarnay. Everybody's got him as a seventh defenseman. I don't know if that's true. He's a good penalty killer. And, you know, your last vision of him was was not not effective uh, in uh, – Parts of the the series against Vegas, but he was very effective in other parts. I wouldn't I wouldn't write him off as a seventh D man. They can send Holloway down and not worry about losing Lavoie. Well, okay, but I think for for both Holloway and Broberg, I think the time is now, guys. I really do. I'm sorry. This is time to either fish or cut bait. I was going to say something else, and I decided to go with that one, and I think that was a good career move. They need to fish or cut bait. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. Bottom line. Get her done. Giddy up. How does Broberg finish the year? I think he finishes the year playing 70 games, and I think he ends up being a guy they can count on, or he ends up getting traded for somebody they can count on. Remember, no matter what happens this year, the Edmonton Oilers are all in. You know how you – was it Daniel Legranu and all those guys when they when the strike hit and, and – Poker became the biggest thing in the world on television for sports fans. They're all in. All the chips are in. There's not. There's no chips left. The only chips left the house has, and it's right beside the person dealing the cards. Do you do you play poker at all? <laughs> Love poker. Do you Love really? Poker. I do. Yeah. You came to the right guy for a poker reference. I remember that poker boom. It was when Chris Moneymaker won the uh, 2003 World Series of Poker. Yeah. Um. Who was the guy, the really cynical black-haired guy? Just a complete jerk. I loved him. Phil Helmuth. Yes. Yep. Phil Helmuth. That guy was like, he was he was absolute battery asset verbal. I loved that. And still is. He's still playing high-stakes games, live games on camera, and he has not changed one iota. Love it. Exact same guy. See, that, that's quality right there. Where on earth, what podcast, what radio show is going to give you that kind of frame of reference? That's beyond obscure. That's the lowdown with Low Tide. Come on now. <laughs> low Tide, are the Oilers better than the Avalanche, Dale? We'll find out. I think they're going to win the division, which means I think they're better than Vegas. And I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup, which I guess means they're better than Colorado. But we got to see it all play out. When you're making predictions this far away, everybody has to understand that, you know, Maybe things will change. Don't be too patient with Faithful. He was born before 2005. Well, that's right. You know, you can't trust anybody. <laughs> He's almost as old as I am. Wait till you... Uh, did I tell you I was eligible for the... Uh, as you get older, 
you're going to be eligible things like the pension and the uh, the Canadian Pension Fund and the pension and stuff like that. I opted into it this year. Okay. Probably a mistake, but I did. <laughs> and uh, so now, you know, I starting in, I think it's, it's September, I'll be getting that too. As I, as I, because I can sense the reason I did it was I just sense the pressure of the people born in 2005 or around there pushing, pushing, pushing to push me right out of the industry. And, uh, we're so close now. It's only a matter of time. What's going to happen is when you take over, I'm going to write a daily piece on my blog about how you took over. And, and I will, I will just, I will rain down verbal blows upon you. Well, I was going to ask, is it going to be a slam piece or is it going to be singing my praises? Oh, but no, yeah, slam, I mean, slam, slam, okay. slam. Yeah. I promised this to your M Chuck, but he ended up becoming, you know, wildly successful elsewhere. Right. So. He morphed into a superstar. So, well, didn't, I you mean, know, really, you were a little late on the draw with that. He one. gets to talk to Frank and everything. It's just outstanding. All right. On the way, we're going to do our, we do this every day. And today it's NHL rumors. There, there's a bunch of stuff that happened. And if you missed it, we're going to tell you all about it next. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's 120. Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440 brought to you by Wolf GMC Buick. Jason Greger coming up at two o'clock. He'll have, uh, Elks OC Jarius Jackson at 220. Brian Burke. At 320, Brian Burke's kids are really funny people. I know Brian Burke is a good man because his kids are fantastic. Jason Strudwick at 420. The number 43 is going to come up today. Number 43, Strudwick's number and Matvey Petrov's number uh, at the rookie camp. And Gregor, I will make a prediction, will say something about skill and the number 43. Just, Just saying it. So when it happens, you'll remember me. Uh, Speck is on at 5 o'clock and Derek Van Deest. Nice lineup today. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a wonky one in the bunch. By the way, you should listen to Jason Greger because what happens during Greger's show is that Connor Halley waves at people going by. And Greger, even though he knows it's happening, from what I can understand based on what I heard yesterday, it distracts him. And so I have encouraged Connor to do it more. Wave, maybe get the semaphore signals, pretend you're landing a plane, whatever works. Okay, NHL rumors. This is the day where the rumors we've talked about become real. Thomas Tatar has become a a, a Colorado perch today. Sorry. He is now Colorado Avalanche. Good player, good scorer, first shot scorer, undersized, has had some difficulty in the playoffs. That's still an excellent signing for the Colorado Avalanche. Max Comtois has signed his PTO with Vegas Golden Knights. I think he'll make the team. Adam Lowry named the Winnipeg Jets captain. That's not a huge surprise, but they did have some other option. Tory Krug has suffered a foot injury. What that means terms of deals or what they might do we'll find out i think they're going to wait to training camp and then see how bad it is carolina hurricanes have been signing ptos like crazy Kiefer bellows and Jaden halbowax i'd ask for a pronunciation guide on that but it's too late baby it's too late though we really did try to make it i've i've seen him play in the ahl and i know i have heard his name pronounced many times but that was a seat-of-your-pants attempt. And you know how good I am at that. Remember the Victor Faust 
kerfuffle. Edmonton Oilers have have released their list of roster players for the camp in Penticton. The big names are Xavier Bargo, Jaden Grube, who was an off-season acquisition, played for Red Deer last year, acquired for the New York Rangers, Matt V. Petrov, Carter Savoy, Tyler Tulio, and I think two guys that you should pay attention to, Jake Sloan and Brady Stonehouse, who are not signed, but are invites. And on defense, Bo Ickey, he's the a big pick from this year, even though he's a second rounder. That was a real nice pick by the Edmonton Oilers. And Max Warner. They're both right-handed defensemen, and those are the big names you'll be watching here in the next few days. In goal, Nathan Day is the only draft pick there. And I think goaltending might be the issue for this young Edmonton team, but we'll see. Some of those players will be on the main list, and I think we'll know the main list certainly by this time next week, probably by Monday at the very latest. Big mistake, Tide. When you're working, still making big bucks, you will lose a percentage of taxes. Also, if you wait till 70, you make 36% more OAS and 42% more CPP. That's what I used to tell people. Not anymore. So glad you're back. Well, me too. I'm glad I'm back. I actually am. I, I have to say, driving somewhere and talking into a microphone for two hours for money is kind of my wheelhouse. It's what I do. And I've enjoyed it thoroughly. For however long it lasts, and I'm hoping it's many years. Currently in front of me, there are three people doing something, and I'm very hopeful that it's good. What's going on over there? We are setting up the aforementioned logger. So, I mean, listen, we've got a lot of text coming in on the text line about getting the podcast up promptly. We are in the process of making that happen. Hopefully we can have hour one up in a couple minutes if all goes according to plan. But the wheels are in motion, like I said. We're doing it. And uh, like I said, hopefully we can get that set up. I can hear this excitement in your voice. Who of the three of you is smartest? Oh, definitely not me. I think probably Hallie. If I had to guess. No, everybody's pointing at somebody else. This is a bad sign. It's a spy versus spy or the Spider-Man thing where everybody's pointing. It's low-hanging fruit over here. It's tough to call. Well, I don't want to get into that. I mean, for crying out loud. Um, I don't think the Edmonton Oilers are going to sign anybody else um, to a contract or a PTO. We'd know about it by now. Pretty much everything's done. There's a few stragglers. And maybe somebody catches on. But you also want to see... You also want to see... How do I put this? You want to see your young players. Like, Holloway and Broberg need to play a lot in the preseason. So does Raphael Lavoie. You've already brought in Gagne. You've already brought on in Sutter. Do you want to bring in anybody else? And on defense, man, if Ethan Bear were healthy, I would recommend him highly. They could use another right-handed defenseman in camp, but he's not healthy. And if they need another defenseman, they can just call Struddy. Do you know Struddy's 48 years old right now? He turned 48 in July. Wheels like he's 28, though. He does not look a day over 46 He's really aging well. Handsome as ever. Still got that young, that young prime glow to him. His, his laugh is like contagious. It in is, a word, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a high pitched 
almost hyena-like laugh, mm-hmm. but it is, it is, as you say, very, very contagious. And when I said hyena, I meant it in a good way. No, I completely get that. Because listen, his laugh will get you going. Uh, one joke, one joke in front of Strutty, and you'll be laughing for the next ten hours. Because that's just how we operate. Yeah, he's a smart guy too. He doesn't pretend that he is. Like he doesn't, he doesn't use his knowledge as a hammer. But if I was as smart as him, I would. Uh, people are coming out of their shoes uh, swinging at Mike Babcock. We heard earlier from Mike Commodore, and now Paul Bessonet is saying that tell Babs to knock off the BS. Enough with putting guys on the spot in the coach's room. Um, all I'm saying to you is this. Bullies are bullies, and they never change. And then uh, the the there's too much smoke. Stuff doesn't like this doesn't happen unless something happened. You know? It's like I would never have gone as deep as I did into Cheesegate with this fellow over here, with Kruger, if there hadn't been something there. There was rhyme and reason behind it. Listen, I know what I know exactly what you're saying. Nothing comes from everything comes from something. Yes. It doesn't just yes, it doesn't just create itself. There's always there's always more to a story. You're pulling on a string and exactly. something pops. Yep. You know. And we're evidence of that. Lower scale, but we're sure. evidence of that. You know. We're also evidence of an extreme lack of talent uh, that is available in the market. That's why we're here. I think that's fair. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that's fair? Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to admit it, but hearing you say it, it <laughs> I, I have to agree. Um, uh, a lot of texts that are basically asking the same thing, which is how much will Holloway and Broberg play and Lavoie play in preseason. They're going to play the hell out of these guys. They have to. Look, you already know what Connor McDavid can do. As long as Connor McDavid has 10 fingers and 10 toes and is is ready to go and you play him a little bit because it's the home crowd or whatever, sure. But you're, you, you need to see these guys. You need to see Sutter. Can Sutter play? You know, can, can, like you have, to have, you have to do this. You know, Sutter hasn't played in two years. You got to play the living daylights out of him. You do. And they will. As far as uh, somebody's asking me, what rookie roster players do I think will go to main camp? I think Borgo will go to main camp uh, for sure. Chase on DeJong, Gruby, probably. Petrov, Savoy, Tulio on the forwards. Aki probably goes back to the juniors, maybe not right away. Because he's right-handed, and you might need some other ones, some extra ones. Certainly, Max Warner. There won't be many defensemen added, and I'm not sure about the goaltenders because you've got you've got four, right? You've got Campbell, Skinner at the NHL level, and then you. Well, Fanty's not ready. Jason said that yesterday, so maybe Day plays because Fanty's not ready. That might be that might be a PTO. Maybe they bring in somebody on a PTO who's a goaltender. Is it just me or have the Oilers been skimping on the 50-man contract during the Holland era? Amen, brother or sister. Absolutely, and they could be signing guys. Sign Stonehouse. I mean, DeJong is probably worth an NHL contract. We'll see. I think he'll get one eventually. Lotad, I'm just waiting for a Murder, She Wrote mention. So glad to have you back as part of my day. Love Murder, She Wrote. Nobody cycles like Jessica Fletcher. And nobody gets murdered like that little town she lives in. My God, there's like 300 people and 350 have been murdered there. How does that happen? 
Cabot Cove, I think it's called. I mean, it's not very big. It's no bigger than Molly's Reach. LT, do you think the Oilers could take a look at Nolan Patrick? I know he's had some injury issues. That's a prime buy low candidate. I mentioned that. I don't remember to who. And they said, well, he's banged up. And so usually that means he's banged up. So maybe not. Holloway doesn't have much to prove in the preseason. It's about the regular season. Holloway was incredible last pre. Well, they gave him a push. They're going to give them a push, but you've got to do it in the, the regular season now. That's why they're talking about Broberg playing top four. Why is no one touching Max Comtois? Well, Vegas did today. They've signed him to a PTO. How many contracts are the orders at? Thanks from Steve. Uh, Steve, it said Cap Friendly or Puckpedia. I think the answer is 43. I'm looking now. Here I go. And the answer is 43. They got plenty of room. Plenty of room. They could sign three guys and still have plenty of room. My math is incredible. Tide, first time, long time. First time on the mighty 1440. First time I cracked a mic on 1440 was June 15th, 1980. It is not in the archives. <laughs> and you should be thankful for that. I would have, uh, I would have introduced an Adams Motors gospel song. I would have read Swap and shop ads. Mostly that was Elsie Clone trying to get rid of court sealers. But I made it exciting. Where do I find the podcast, boys? Thanks. Okay. That's your job. You're up there, buddy. All right. Let me uh, spread my wings a little bit and fly. So the podcast can be found anywhere you find your podcast. Spotify, Apple Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, excuse me. They get tweeted out after the show. They do come a little bit later. We're in the process of setting up a, a log system where we'll be able to, the down, to download the audio. But I believe the question was, where do you find the podcast? I'm not rambling too much here. Didn't it? That was the question. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcasts. You can find them by searching The Lowdown with Low Tide. There you go. Easy peasy. And now you were saying that we're going to get them even sooner now. Yeah, well, we thought. We thought. There is a bit of a hiccup in the process. Oh, so evidently, my gentle uh, No, evidently, when you asked who was the smartest out of the three of you, it's none of us. Because we've not got it working yet. So I do apologize for that. Uh, but it'll get, we'll get there. Just enjoy the ride. They, they get out. It's a little later than usual, I know. We'll get them up there. Can I give you a little clue about how life really works? Yeah. The code that was written to get man on the moon the first time yes. was written by a woman. It was. Oh. It was a, it was, there was a movie made about it recently, right. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when three guys are working on a problem. This is the result you get. I'm just saying. And it looks like we're not even close, to be fair. Well, well there's an expert coming in now. Somebody with knowledge. So that'll work. Best I step off for a little while then. Everything you need to know about Mike Babcock and Beef learned by looking at Mike Madano's total games played. Absolutely in total disrespect for one of the game's all-time greats. Look, it... it you have to decide in your life. I've dealt with bullies. I no longer deal with them. I just cut them out of my life because it's not worth it. Nobody's that interesting. Nobody's that valuable. And if you are relying on a bully for your job, then you are in peril. Bullies are bullies. Sooner or later, they'll get themselves into trouble because they always do, but they don't respect you and they don't respect themselves. And you have to get, you have to cut that out of your life. And why an owner of an NHL team would hire a bully in this day and age 
where everybody is motivated by logic and reason, or at least most people are. Look, in the 70s, you could yell at people all day. I lived through the 70s. It was the actually mo- a detriment if you didn't, to sure. be fair. Well, honestly, I, yeah. the, the most, the most, the most, the one sentence that was said to me most by my dad in the 70s was, because I said so. Well, you can't do that now. The world is a different place. I mean, if you could, I would. I would do it all day. You still try and drop it to me every now and I then. Do. And I go, no, I no, no, low no, tide. That's I'm not sorry. how it Look works. At this. this is the way it works. 2023. Any idea what happened to Luca Munzenberger? Well, he'll be going back to college, right? Like he, the, the college kids, the NCAA is just a joke. They paid coaches $40 trillion and the offensive lineman doesn't have enough food to survive because he can't take anything for free. But Munzenberger, if he was going to come to camp, he would have to pay his own way. So he doesn't. He'll show up, uh, in, in training camp in college, uh, along with Yoel Mata. Tatar to the Avs for 1.5. The obvious thing for the orders to do would have been to trade Fogel, sign Tatar, and use the savings to sign Bouchard on a three-year deal for higher dollars. Well, this assumes that Tatar was open to that. And Fogel is a different kind of a player. I like Fogel. Low Tide Hemi here. If you need a producer who is old and never produced radio, I can replace him for you. Well, that sounds attractive. That's an attractive offer. I'm going to tell you a little secret about radio, and then we're going to take a break. This is the secret about radio. The producer gets the least amount of respect of anybody in this room. The most valuable person in the room is the producer. But the guy talking never tells you that. I'm right. Okay. Is our final segment coming up already? Yeah, we have one more segment after this, uh, after we fire it to break. Then we're into the last segment, and you're home free. Okay, and then you're going to be able to tell people good news about the uh, podcast? I'll be telling them great news, hopefully. Oh, hopefully. Okay. There is an asterisk there. It's still hopeful, but <laughs> that's the plan. You said asterisk correctly. You've gone way up in my estimation. This is the Lowdown with Low Tide on Sports 1440. It's the Lowdown, Sports 1440. Jason Greger on the way. Strutty will be here. DVD. Brian Burke. Talking a little Elks off the top of the show. Nice. Gregor and I were talking yesterday, I think it was, about how, you know, we've been in radio for a long time. But if you take the summer off, it's all kind of new to you. And so the first week was just making sure we could ride the bicycle. Did I ease the transition at least? Oh no! Or you, was I just? You've been a revelation. I, I, okay. I give you full credit. Thank you, you have been. Uh, you never know, right? Like revelations, it, a little strong. No, but I appreciate I, where you're I do from. not. I do not um, believe me. If you if you sucked, I'd tell you, but you don't, and that's good. And you're smart, and you move the conversation forward, and you're a you're a thought provoking young man. Well, I appreciate all of that, oh. but I can't gloss over the fact I do believe you called us both talentless earlier yeah, well, on I the did. show. I okay, did. all right. But so but you do stand by that as our relationship grows and you become more and more uh, appealing to the <laughs> listener. I will grow to resent you. So okay. you should take all, all right. of these things I say nicely, uh, nice about you now, because later on it'll get a little prickly. Because one day the buck stops. Well, that's all. Saying, over. That's the way it is. Okay. I mean, I wish I was a better person, but I, I just am not, you know, it's like when you say, oh yes, you know, that's a good person. And then you're like, I'm not saying that again. 
Uh, Low Tide NCAA is a joke. They are the producer of the uh, of high quality NHL prospects in the world. Quickly leaving the CHL in the dust from the Lamhammer. I didn't say that. I said the way athletes in the NCAA are treated is a joke, and that's across. Like football, I think is the worst because they make so much money and the coaches are making so much money. And I know they've changed it a little it's bit. Getting but it's getting better. Still not yeah, where it's it getting be. better with the NL with yeah. the NIL deals. It's it's on the up and up. Well, I I just think it should be fair. No, I agree. I mean, listen, billions of dollars in revenue yearly, and these coaches well, are making. And it's, you, know, you look at Nick Saban's contract making eight nine million dollars yeah. a year, and these kids are. So know. much of the world is trying to put poor people down, and that's one thing you could do to make it instantly better. Because they are providing value. It's not charity. It's fair. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. And these kids make a lot of dollars. Whoa, so it makes sense to pay look them. Look at you. With one of your my favorite big brain. One of my favorite quotes. Where did you steal that from? I can't even remember. It's become synonymous with me at this point because okay. I've used it so many. See, that's what you do is you take the thing and you go and you just hammer it until people can't remember where they heard it. You know who I think it might have been actually? And it'll make sense once I tell you. I think it was Floyd Mayweather. Oh, well, that does make yeah, sense. That yeah. makes it coming from him. Yep, absolutely. Okay. LT, although I think Campbell will turn things around, but short of him having a Vezina-type season, I think trading him at the deadline, obviously with future sweeteners, might be the best way to free up significant cash to go big game hunting for a cup run. Thoughts, Dunner. It could happen, Dunner. They they have to. They're all in. I mean, I I wrote an article at The Athletic on Sunday, and and a lot of people have read it, and I'm thankful for that. But it basically said, here's five guys. If they have to make a trade at the deadline and they need to move it, it's going to be the 2024 first, Broberg, Holloway, Lavoie, whatever it takes, even up to Kulak. And the reason for that is they're they're trying to win. They are going to load up. And if you look at Ken Holland in Detroit, when he had a chance to win, he absolutely worked hard to make an all-star team at the deadline and in the summertime. So expect expect loud noises is what I'm saying. Brad Malone was at the golf tournament. Oilers players were at yesterday. He's still in our system. Is this is his time in the NHL done? I don't think so. I think he could play this year. I think he played 10 games last year. He and James Hamblin played 10 games last year. Malone has... Uh, some unique talents. He's a he's a rugged player. He's a center. He's got a a little bit of an edge to him. I think the order coaching staff like him, and I know that Jay Woodcroft has said many times that he really appreciated him as the uh, one of the leaders in Bakersfield. So it could happen. Matlock Colombo, Murder She Wrote, and I'm sure many other shows taught a generation of seniors to be suspicious of everyone. From Coach Mike, it's very true. I'll throw McMillan and wife in there. Banachek. McLeod. McLeod used to ride a horse down major streets in New York City. So this is why you came in so guarded of me. It was all this old TV. No, I just... If you had been outside playing hopscotch as a kid, mm, I'd be fine. I think your rum chuck really, you know... Yeah. He made our relationship what it is today, just by being him. So what I'm hearing is half my paycheck needs to go to your rum chuck as a thank you. Yeah. Okay. Hey, he's earned it. If you can pull a goalie and add a player, you should be able to pull a player and add a goalie. <laughs> so, you know, if you add two goalies and the puck still went in, people would never forgive you. Right? There's no way. I thought you had that. 
that would be funny, but but sad in its own way. Campbell should live up to his contract, and we're all set. Well, I think he'll be better. He had a poor year last year. He was a. Whenever you see, whenever you see this headline, remember this until the day you die. Whenever you see this headline, goalie changes equipment. Just go. Oh no. Oh no. Because if it's in the middle of the year, that means something's gone wrong, A, and it's gone wrong enough so that everybody signed off on him doing something drastic. It's, it's that, that to me was an indication that things had really gone awry. Guys, do you have a fan running in the background? The squeaking? It's irritating. I think that's just my brain working. <laughs> it might yeah. be your brain. No. I think it's my chair, but we can we can put the onus on you because I, I don't want to be in the hot seat. I don't want to be in the hot seat with the listeners. I think it's definitely I, my chair, but if you're willing to take the credit. I don't hear a noise, although I did hear in week one somebody said, uh, your producer has his mic on and I can hear him typing, but that might have been me. The, 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 the keyboard is the loudest keyboard I've ever been around in any facet of my life, whether it be school, any job, any production studio, <laughs> loudest keyboard I've ever been around. So that listener is not alone. Your, your awareness of keyboard sounds is impressive. This one made me take note because it was that loud. I was like, wow, this is something, this is completely new to me. I've never no. experienced anything like it. You know, all of the things you say have less meaning to people and oomph because of your cheese take. You know that, right? Like, that's holding you back. Is that a thought from a text line, or is that you? No, that's the, me telling okay. you. I'm just telling you like it is. I'm so it hurts a little bit more because trying to help you. And just, right. I'm just saying, you know, crackbacks on cheese are, are absolutely getting you in trouble, and they always will. This is going out there, and I, I don't ordinarily do this because this is so far off the, the uh, subject matter at hand. But I, I want to read this. USA Today and the Tennessean, part of the USA Today Network, are seeking an experienced video-forward journalist to capture the music and cultural impact of Taylor Swift. That's pretty amazing. You almost like you almost said it like there was going to be a connotation you were you were going to invite me to apply. No, you were not like, at all. Hey, I don't even know if you like. I love Taylor Swift. No, she's great. She's yeah. great. But you were almost like, hey, you know, you're not you're not doing so great around here. Why don't we ship you off to go I, video? I, I, I just told you you were doing a great job. I would not do that to you. Okay, all right. Sometimes uh, it's still hard to believe. But no, okay. no, you do a great job. I'll stop questioning you. I'll stop but questioning the expertise. What I'm interested in is that that Taylor Swift in real time is having this is like Elvisy thing where yeah, you, really where is. people are saying, well, this is an icon, and capture this. It, and not since Michael Jackson, maybe? Have we seen a star take the world like this? Well, Michael Jackson would be a good comparable. Yeah. I, I don't, you know, the younger set would to be able to tell you. In my lifetime, the biggest star when I was like 15 years old was Muhammad Ali. But there were, Elton John was a massive music star. Um, Robert Redford, I guess, would have been the big movie star. Paul Newman? Yeah, Paul Newman, yeah. for sure. Another big one. Um yeah, so I, I think Taylor Swift, that's a big story because she's she's become this major, major, major star force of life. It's incredible. I'm going to get Taylor Swift as my generation's Robert Redford on a T-shirt and wear it here every Tuesday. I think <laughs> okay. it's apt. That's the way to go. Uh, Al doesn't hear noises, but he often is, admits to hearing voices. Greg from Lacombe. I think as long as you don't answer back. Yeah, I mean the voices are always going to be there. You just can't uh, you can't give them the time of day. I think you know that's... I mean? acknowledge it and move on. Well, and you just yeah. you, I mean you take note, you know, and um... but I've never been that guy. Like I, 
I hit my head the other day in the bathroom. I don't want to tell you how. Um, and I did have a ringing in my ears. Mm. And uh, my father-in-law for years had something called, I think it's tinnitus. I might be That's it, yeah. It. That's okay. the ringing in the ear. Yeah. And, and so because I love my father-in-law, he has passed away since, but I read up on it. And the first Spock had that. Like the the actor, yeah. The, oh, so in real life he suffered. So he was going through set and everything. And, he was. And he, I read about it, and and he he was. It was so bad that he contemplated something rash. He could not get out of his own head. Well, William Shatner could not. Like it was so bad. I've heard about it. People will go go as far as to stick a pencil in the air to no. try and get it to stop ringing. That's how bad it is. And that was that Nimoy you're referring to. Was no, the, okay, he wasn't the first. W- one. William Shatner. But Shatner was, we're getting off topic, but Shatner oh, was Kirk, wasn't I'm he? sorry, I said Kirk, Spock, I meant Kirk. Okay, so it was yeah. Shat. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Damn, I got that wrong. The important stuff. We got to cover the important Well, details. that's a huge thing. You, you know, it's a, bit, it's a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a difference between Spock and Kirk, but I was talking right. Kirk, William Shatner. That'll divide a fan base, for sure. Well. The start, they take it seriously. You want me to make every Star Trek fan angry at me for the next 24 hours? <sighs> I, I, yeah, I think that's an invitation, and I would like you to take it on. Okay, Star Trek Voyager is the best Star Trek. I don't have enough of a repertoire to comment, but you said it with so much confidence um, that, that I think you may be right. I think you're going to alienate some people with that one. Oh no, the people are going to be—they're going to they're come after me. They are going to be so mad at me. Now, I will tell you a little trivia that nobody knows on planet Earth. But I'll tell it to you so that you can win. Someday, you can win some kind of trivia contest. So, Star Trek Voyager, Janeway is the is the captain. She's the captain. Catherine Janeway. Catherine Janeway, the character, was played by an actress named Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew was Mrs. Columbo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we are. Now, is Star Trek Voyager, is that the one Will Wheaton was on? Uh no okay no that's he might have next, been next gen. generation yeah. those are like the only ones I know yeah. okay okay okay, right. okay I like so. that that's good I'm gonna use that in the bar one day at trivia night <laughs> like you said <laughs> do you do trivia nights at bar I don't think they should allow people in radio to do it because we're we don't know how to drive a car but we know that stuff I don't I don't think they should allow people in radio to win those things FYI Murder She Wrote movie is in the works at Universal Pictures with Dumb Money writers Lauren. Shuker Bloom and Rebecca Angelo as producer and Amy Pascal attached. Variety is confirmed from DM. I read that and I'm thrilled about it. I love Murder She Wrote. That means another more more well, bicycles will be employed for the making of the movie. It's all good. They're going to have to expand the town a little bit, don't you think? With with the numbers you were giving me, I mean, all, all three hundred residents <laughs> there, they're going to have to a well, little bit of immigration. More there, people that live there have been killed. How does that work in such a quaint main town as well? You'd yeah. never expect it. I thought the best Star Trek was The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. I'm not mad at you. What's Star Trek? Well, okay. Uh, this is shaping up a little bit to be like my cheese incident. Mm, that's you a bad take. You take back that take, Tide. Voyager is not the best. I think it is. The best story writing, best character development. It just is. The Doctor alone is brilliant. And seven of nine, get out of town. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. I would appreciate an honest answer. Have you watched enough Star Trek to truly be able to comment on that? Or are you just a casual observer? 
No, I've watched a okay. lot of Star Trek. Okay. I like science fiction. So you do you you can have an in damn straight. Now there's okay. some of the like I haven't watched enough Picard, and there's another one out. I haven't watched that one yet, but I like to wait until there's like five seasons, and then I'll watch watch it all at once mm, naturally. Yeah, okay, I like yeah. that. Deep Space Nine is also very good. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, no, that was just the only space show I could think of. So. Yeah, no, it's um, no. Um, Fireball XL5 is one that you might want to get into. Voyager is trash. <laughs> I told you. I knew I was going to get this. May the force be with you. Did you hear Fuhrer this morning? He said he could take new equipment out of the box in the morning and play with it that night. Fuhrer is a unique guy, like a very unique player. He, nothing really upset him. That's, I think, one of the the brilliant things about him and one of the reasons why he's in the Hall of Fame. Spaceballs. That's a funny-looking movie. Uh, I've never watched any Star Trek that has involved William Shatner. Blake Seven, the best. Picard is done, and it was great. Is it done already? Damn it. My son and I, we, we agreed we were going to sit down and watch it all, and I think we watched two episodes. <clears throat> well, your kids get busy, right? I'm never busy. Did I hear you're trying to get rid of tinnitus? I read somewhere that if you can find a way to replicate the note that's playing in your ear and listen to it in headphones, then your brain will tune it out. Well, that's interesting. I bet experts know that, though, if you went to it. If you have tinnitus, just go to the doctor. Don't listen to some moron on the radio and me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was there. That's the first time I've called you, called you a moron, though. Oh, that was about me? <laughs> I said some right. moron on the radio and me. Yeah. That, you know. I, 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 I thought they were both self-deprecating, and I was off scot-free with that one. But, oh, well. Uh, well, I, I mean, know better you know, I might have gotten my own joke wrong. I mean, it has happened. Um, LT, it doesn't matter if the Oilers get 108 points or 188 in the regular season. Focus has to be getting Groberg, Holloway, and Lavoie to pa- up to par, Campbell back to normal. And possible systems online, big dir. I thought Gregor said it beautifully earlier in the week, might have been yesterday, when he said there's two periods, second period of game five and game six. They win those two periods, they win the Stanley Cup. They're close. This is luck and execution, honestly. And I think the more you parse it, the more you believe it's something else. But sometimes keeping it simple, and that is simple, is the best way to go. I really enjoyed today. It was fantastic. We're powered by Wolf GMC Buick. We're low down with low tide on Sports 1440, and it's time for a sports update.